All right, y'all. Kids are asleep. Husbands are occupied. Glass of wine in hand. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome back to our podcast, Wife Up, Boss Up, Mom Down. Today, we have an interesting topic and we have a special guest with us. We're going to be discussing the times that she really just did not want to be a mom. All of us have been through it and we know that it's real. Uh, but let's first dig into our wine segment. Let's talk about the wine we are tasting tonight, Nakia. Oh, yes. Okay, so we have the Cupcake Red Velvet um, Red Blend Wine. And um, it's not a sweet red blend wine. So it's not sweet. <laughs> so if you want something sweet, don't get it. Um, but it's, <laughs> I, I love wine. I love red wines. I love blends. And I'm, I, I like it. It's, it's, it's got a little bit of a kick to it. It definitely um, does. It makes a my little bit of bite. You know, yes, this it, would yeah. be, be good for like a, a, a holiday gift. I, I feel like <laughs> holiday. I do. I feel like it would be good for like yes. a holiday gift because it warms this you is, up. A snow day. This is a snow day kind of wine. Yeah, because it, yes. it definitely makes your insides warm. This is a re-gift. now. <laughs> now I mean, <laughs> gift. Now I mean, in uh, in alignment with our theme tonight. If you don't want to be a mom, or don't want to be a mom of two, three, four, or five. Don't drink a glass Don't of this. Don't drink this wine. <laughs> it definitely has a, a high alcohol level in it, so you you yeah. feel it warm. But it's a oh, smooth yeah. taste, though. That's a, it. It has smooth. It's taste. smooth. I like it. It's not too bitter for me. Like I do taste the undertones of the chocolate they were talking about in it. <laughs> Jasmine is laughing at me, so all right now. But it's actually pretty nice. I would definitely drink this on like a snow day. Yeah. Um, and our special guest tonight is actually my mom, because um, she's a perfect person to talk about this topic with us. So how did you like the wine? So I am new to drinking wine. Uh-huh. And I was not a fan of this wine. Okay. I like more fruity, and this was very dry. And you like juice. Yes. Okay. If you say yeah. I like juice, I like juice, but... I felt it as soon as I drank it. My whole throat got hot. But you go to sleep while cooler, so this might not be your kind Yeah, of this wine. is not for me. No, not at all. But for like a date night cuddle up, this is a warm wine. That's what it gives you, a warm feel. Yes, it does give you it's a warm It's very feel. warm. Yes. It, it mm. makes you sweat a little. It, it, it does. does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what was the price point for your wine in Virginia, Kia? Um, I think that you know what I didn't even uh, I don't even know. I can tell you what mine was nine fifty seven, including tax. Mine that was the same here. Mine was eight ninety nine in Maryland as well. So it's it's not expensive, and the bottle was really nice. I save all of my wine bottles. I'm definitely gonna put this on my shelf. Oh, the bottle is real nice. But we're nice gonna post stuff. a picture of it um on our social media, so you'll see. Some people will be getting this as a gift this Christmas. Re gift. Yes, she can put it back in a box. We find this wine at it, Cold it's wine. not box wine, though, y'all. So. It's, not. it's not. I wish I could put the cork back in it. How about that? Now, what we say, corks are for quitters. You're going to drink this wine. Uh, <laughs> this wine bottle. 
If I drink this whole bottle, y'all, I might really end up pregnant. No matter. Pour it for your homies. It's poured for your homies. Oh my goodness. You, you know what, Her mom might like it, so she doesn't like. Oh, she might love it because this is straight up her alley for real. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys can definitely find this at Total Wine as well. Um, do you have a Total Wine in Virginia, Kia? Yeah, somewhere around here. Sorry. Talking about tonight's topic, all right, at times where we just do not want to be a mom. I 100,000% can relate to that for sure. At times that I just did feel like it, didn't want to do it, and just was not working out in my favor. So let's start off with Jasmine. What would you oh. say <laughs> has been a time where you just did not want to be a mom? Um... At about 34 hours into my labor and delivery. <laughs> I was like, Before it even began. Like, mm, okay, Jesus, it's been 32, going on 33, now like 34 hours of labor. Like, I'm going to lose it. And I felt like I was losing. I just remember crying. My mom was standing beside me. I'm just crying my eyes out saying, it feels like knives are cutting me. And it was just stabbing me because my epidural only went to one side. So I could feel all my contractions yeah, on one side, but not on the other side. And it was awful. And then it was time to try to push. And I was just like, bruh, I am not cut out for this. Like, mm-mm. And I just remember telling them. That I remember this nurse. So this is like, she was like kind of the hardcore nurse that just kind of told you like it is no matter what. Told you what you need to hear, basically. And she was like, look. Because at first I was like, just cut me, cut him open, get me out, like, just get me out, get, get yeah, him out. out. And she was like, she told me, she was like, look, because I was like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. And she was like, she, she literally said, look at me. And I looked down at her and she was like, focus. She's like, you can do this. Your body was made to do this. The only way he's going to get here is by you pushing him out. So gather whatever strength you need to gather and let's get him here happy and healthy. And I was like, okay. And I needed that little slap of reality smack me in the face, and then so Jasmine day one, go. not even out the womb, didn't not even out the womb. But that's the only time I felt that way, honestly. So, so since you've had your children, and from the the baby stage up into them being toddlers, now there's never been a point in time where you were like, I just don't feel like momming today. Like I just don't want to. No, there's always times I don't want a mom, but there's never been a time that I'm like. Oh my God. Like, I really wish I didn't have children. Like, I don't ever have those moments. Like, sometimes I think and I'm like, man, sometimes I wish we would have waited and had kids later on. But then I'm like, yeah. I can't really imagine life without them. Like, I try to picture like what our marriage or what our lives would be without them. And I just, I don't see that. I don't. I can draw a picture for you because I've drew mine out a couple that times. Happy. I don't feel like I'd be as happy as I am right now. So, and I don't I get know. That. Like, I don't know. It's just hard to imagine life without those little people once they enter into it. It's like yeah. they bring you so much Some joy. Days. It's hard for me to imagine not having them around. Yeah, what would you say? <laughs> what would you say? Kia's <laughs> like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> let me take a sip of my water. <laughs> Get warmed up real quick. Oh, nice. I can warm my soul so my answer reflects the, the truth. Um, no, honestly, okay, so I would say in the first, I, I've always felt that my children were a blessing. So, like, 
the children are a blessing and I and I believe that. But I have had moments where I'm like, so I mean, I was young. I was a young mom, 20, mm-hmm. 20 when I had Brian. I was a young mom. And I was a sophomore in college. So, you know, mm. I was, wasn't done being a sophomore in college. And then up oh, here's all this responsibility. I'm responsible for another person, their well-being, their livelihood. Um, so I think in the beginning for sure. I had moments where I just did. I mean, obviously, you always have moments you don't feel like momming. Um, but I had moments where I was like, I really wish I would have waited um, yeah. to be in a better position financially, um, in a better position within my relationship with my son's father. Like, that wasn't always good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, those moments, there were a lot of outside factors that contributed to those moments where I was just like, man, I don't really... I wish I wasn't a mom right now. I mean, going yeah. on trips with friends, my friends traveling, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, you yeah. know, I can't do that. Like, <laughs> I ain't got nobody to watch the kid. Yeah. Um, sometimes I wanted to just be able to buy stuff for myself or just treat myself. And I'm like, I got to choose between making sure there's food in the fridge or mm-hmm. going to get these new kicks that I want. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, little moments like that where you're like, man, I really wish I didn't have this responsibility or, you know, I wish I didn't always have to choose between me and my kid, but I mean, that's what parenthood is. You have to sacrifice. You have to, you know, take your child into consideration and in literally everything that you do. Um, but I would say, you know, those moments are fleeting, like, you know, they happen and then there's something that your child does. It brings it all into perspective. They look at you, they run to you and embrace you, you know, they smile and you're like, man, I couldn't, you know, I really can't see my life without yeah. this person. Um, and then, of course, my son, you know, having my son at 20, it did force me to grow up. And like, there are a lot of lessons that I learned the hard way, but I'm glad that I learned them when I did. Yeah. So Thank you. There's been more times than none that because I do have three children. Uh, Kia's right behind me. Jasmine's right behind me, too. Um, that I had sat and thought, like, is this really like what I wanted? My key thing is like when I was younger, I did always say, like, I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to be a wife. But I don't think I really understood what came with that at that time, thinking that that's what I wanted and all the things that come with it. You don't see the responsibility in knowing that you have to raise your child in the world that we're in and you're responsible for them. Uh, it's, It's hard because every day, every second, you're worried about this other person, not just yourself. Yeah, And I think that's when I got to the point was like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to have to worry about the well-being of my children? There's times that I thought like when I've seen moms go through things where their children were sick or their their children passed away, can I deal with something like that? That made me think like, do I want to be a mom? Because I don't want that kind of hurt. Right. That's like where my mind frame went. Like, can I deal with that kind of hurt? And then of course I have the days where it's just mayhem and I want to just literally sit. Like, let me just sit right here. And it don't happen. It doesn't pan out that way. It's just, and you don't have a choice but to do what you need to do. And it's difficult. And I know a lot of women feel bad when they feel like they don't want to be a mom anymore because they want to go out and do certain things. But don't feel bad because it's a a realistic feeling. We've all been through. We don't regret our children. But there are times where we say, what should I have done this at this point in time? Or mm-hmm. I just want to take a break from this. Can I just get like a small break? And, and we don't. No, no. 
You know what? And that's interesting that you said that you always knew that like you wanted to be a mom and a wife. I always knew I wanted to be a wife. But you know what? I never really sat down and thought like growing up. I didn't think I mean, I knew that I wanted to have children eventually, but I never really thought like, you know how some little girls they're like, they got like 20 baby dolls and they like <laughs> go down to the number, how many kids they want to have. And like, the, they, they just know their whole future like laid out. I was not that girl. I wasn't that girl. I was like, yeah, I want to get married. Yeah, I want to have kids. But like, I never fleshed out in my mind what that looked like mm-hmm. or the reality of that. It was just like this, you know, I don't know, fairy tale out there in the sky. So that's really real when like motherhood and wifehood really sets in and the realities of what that entails sets in and you're like, whoa, is this really what I want? Like, is this what I asked for when I was seven? Like, for real? Right? <laughs> exactly. And what would you say your your thoughts on, was there ever a point, because you had me when you were really young. So was there yeah. ever a point being that you grew up with me at the same time you were a teenager that you thought, what this what choice did I make? This is not what I wanted, or no, I, I don't want to be a mom. Um, actually, I never had that thought ever. Um, like you said, I had you young, I had you at 15 years old, which means I was 14 when I conceived you. Mm, rolling stone. <laughs> <laughs> rolling stone. Um, and I never ever had <clears throat> I never ever had the thought that this is not what I signed up for. I don't want to be a mom. I just need a minute. I think it's because it was just full steam ahead. I knew what I had to do. And I really did have a village also. Mm -hmm. So your grandmother and aunts and uncles um, that were really, that grew up with you, basically like they were your siblings. They were there to help as well. So I never had, I've never experienced a time of thinking I needed a, a major break or. Well, I wasn't a bad child either. I was getting ready to say, and neither <laughs> were you a bad child. You were the only child, but you were not difficult. You were not bad. So it wasn't the weight of having two children, three children at one time. I didn't experience that, even though my siblings were like my younger, three younger siblings were like my children. I think that also prepared me some for motherhood because I cooked and I took care of them as if they were mine. So was there ever a time where you felt like you missed out on certain things in your teenage years having me so young? Um, no, I don't think so. I because I always knew that I wanted to have children. I wanted to be married, of course. Um, most women we we all think that, but I never thought about I was missing anything because I just was so focused on being your mother. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about I could be out doing this. I could be out doing that. Now, now that you are grown, it's going to pop it. I really didn't feel like I missed anything because I, I did still interact with people, mm-hmm. but I never was one that had to be like in the club and right. going to the parties and all of that stuff anyway. So I dealt with who I needed to, who I want chose to deal with. But still, I really enjoy being a mother. Mm-hmm. I enjoy um, what comes with it. Even the the days where you got to figure it out, like y'all said, you got to um, decide if you're going to eat or your child's going to eat. I never once said, I can't believe I'm not eating because I have to feed her. I right. just did it. Yeah, I just yeah. did it. It was just naturally in me to just get it done. So that, I can't say that I ever felt like I missed out or I didn't want to be a mom. I wanted to I just wanted to hit pause as being a mother for just a minute. I never felt that way. Okay. I, 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 would, 
I think that, I mean, I would agree that like when you're, when you're a mom and you're kind of thrown into it unexpectedly unplanned pregnancies, which all of us have dealt with mm-hmm. <laughs> married or not, right? yeah. um, like I do feel like you, you get in a mode where you're like, I, you know, you're in mommy mode, like full effect, like what I got to do to make sure this child is okay. That's what I'm going to do. And like, we, we kind of just, like you said, full steam ahead, mm-hmm. but I think with me, those moments came when I when I was when I became in like a serious relationship or I was dating my mm-hmm. now whatever, and I had time to sit back and start to focus on me outside of my title as a mom, and that's when those moments started to happen a little bit more. I was like, you know, maybe if I would have waited, I could have explored this a little bit more, or maybe it wouldn't have taken me seven years to graduate with my bachelor's degree, or you know, just just stuff like that. Because I for for a split second, I was actually able to just think about Nakia, not yeah. mommy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, it, like 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 um, Bree said, like when you're in it and you're like you got that baby, and they looking at you and they like, I'm hungry. What you gonna do? That's all you can really focus on is your role as a mom and what you have to do to, you know, be the best mom that you can be. Um, but that's interesting. You never, ever, ever, especially having Brittany so young, ever felt like, I just wish I would have waited. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's, as you say that, I'm thinking about the fact I remember nights that um, I stayed up all night long and I still had to go to high school and so I stayed up all night long and then had to get dressed and take because Brittany when she was born it was the time of when they started putting the daycare centers in high school so girls did not have to drop out so my school was the very first school that had set it up and so Brittany was one of the first children in that daycare and so I mean doing stuff first oh my goodness so (laughs) So I remember plenty of nights feeling like, oh, my goodness, she won't go to sleep. She's crying. I don't know what's wrong. And I was frustrated with my mom then, but I thank her for it because it it, it built endurance in me and to keep pushing. But she wouldn't come take her. She would make me stay up with her and take care of my child. She wouldn't come assist. I took care of my child. And then with bags under my eyes, I would have to get myself dressed, get Brittany dressed, get on the bus and go to school. Mm. And. I had to keep doing that until I learned the system, the plan of how to get Brittany to go to sleep. So it was the full steam ahead. It's just like, I have to get it done. I can't quit. So I never thought about it. Were there ever times when you guys were were parenting or or being moms where you made a decision about something and said yes or no, and you second guessed yourself as a mom making the decision you made? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All the time. Happens. It happens. I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't say all the time, but yeah, <laughs> because because it's like you're still learning this thing as you go, and you're navigating this. What like there? There's no, in my opinion, there's no set way to raise every. Ch- there's mm-hmm. no cookie cutter way to raise every child. Right. So stuff that might have worked for me, like my mom could just look at me with her green eyes and give me a look. And I'm going to straighten up because mm-hmm. you're exactly. all. I can't work with none of my kids at all. Books <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That might, I mean, that that works for Brian sometimes. But I feel like the older he gets, he's going to be like, mommy going to look at me. She going to get over her little attitude. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to just do me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it might be that way. So, you just have to, like, sometimes 
you have to figure out what works for your child. Sometimes you tell them no, or, you know, when I'm stressed out, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll bark at Brian and then I'll be like, you know what? That wasn't right. Let me go. Let me go back and be like, okay, Brian, yes, you can go have some, you know, goldfish, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So like, I mean, it happens. Ain't nobody perfect. I find myself like thinking, I, I overthink so much stuff. Like whenever I like, if Jocelyn asks to do something or whatever it is, but she, she has a mouth. That's, that's the thing with her. She, she just, yeah. So, she, so whenever she asks me something or I know when she's getting ready to ask me something, she's like, Oh, you know, I forgot about it. No, you didn't forget. You knew what she was about to say. But <laughs> so, and if I'd be like, no, Jason, or something, or my reaction, I literally will play out her growing into a teenager and me just telling her no that one particular way today, affecting how she might operate or how she might like not come to me later because I didn't want to hear it right now. All of that kind of stuff like plays through my mind. So I try to be very careful with if she wants to talk to me about something, even if it's super small listening to it so that when she does become a teenager, she knows she can come talk to me about it mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that took me a while to like get that concept in my mind. Like, even if I really don't want to see Cardi jump in a circle right now, <laughs> like, I'm just going to watch him jump in this circle so he can just feel like mommy's proud of me. And mm-hmm. I can tell her some accomplishment I did later in my life. And I know mommy's proud of me. Those are my mom moments where I'm like, I got to make sure I do this a certain way so that it doesn't affect them years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause childhood trauma is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, it definitely real. is. It definitely is. I can definitely say things that I like went through as a child mm-hmm. and my mom learning different things because she was young. Absolutely affected the way I parent now, the mm-hmm. way I do certain things, the way I operate just as a grown adult woman, certain things okay. that I just, I don't do or I don't say or I make sure it's different with my children because of like childhood things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard to like not do that with your your children because that's what you're used to. You really have to be in in your word and trust in God that he's going to make sure that you don't do the same thing. Because if you just go off of your instinct, you're going to do what you're what you know, what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like I always say, if you're going to be a parent or a mom, you got to fix some stuff that you went through, generational stuff, to be a productive parent to your child and not. People always say, oh, I'm going to stop generational curses or I'm not going to do what my mom did for such. No, you are because your whole purpose is now to just stop it, but you're not doing the stuff to fix it. That's that's really what it is. Would you say, mom, like um, when you were figuring out how to discipline me and things like that because you were young, you took a lot of what other people said in and disciplined me that way or was it your own way? Um, I was completely trying to figure it out, um, like you said, and I did. And that was because of, like you said, the generational curses, the mm-hmm. control, the different things. Myself at that age was being controlled. So I allowed my decisions to be made by others around me. I didn't think clearly for myself. And it took me to get to the age I am now to realize that Mm. it really did. Um, That I was, I was making my decisions based off of what other people wanted me to do. Um, And it, it can be really hard because you feel like you're caught between two things. You don't know which way to go because you're worried about making sure everybody else is happy, but yet 
your child is suffering mm -hmm. behind it. So right. some of the, the choices I made, well, one thing I can say is, and I hope you can vouch for me, I barely chastised you as far as I didn't get you. in trouble. No, I didn't. I didn't really get spanked. But there were times where people wanted me <laughs> to chastise you. Hence, if I can mention this, Brittany opened every single hundred out of. Oh my goodness! I gracious. had purchased. Listen, I purchased a lot of Christmas <laughs> gifts for Brittany, and she decided while I was oh at work my. because I had to work a lot of hours to open every gift. And try to tape them back. Well, you don't come out with you early, ma'am. We're Santa. You shouldn't well, have did that. Listen, I was proud of being Santa, okay? Good. So night. anyway, and it was about 100 gifts, y'all. Really? 100 gifts? Yes. I, I, that was the problem right there. It was enticing. What she would do was, when I would go to work each day, she would open a few. Tape them back and shove them to the back of the tree and recycle them. She was smart, y'all, but she was very small. <laughs> but anyway, listen, oh, what I'm trying to Lord. say is basically, basically some thought well, I should how have. How you found out about her opening the gifts? Because I started noticing the raptors look like Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder? You know what? I'm a I great started, rapper now. I so. started know. Yeah, she's a great rapper. I think she learned how to rap from that time. <laughs> but I recognize something she looked right. But anyway, so there were many. That wanted me to chastise her and take every gift away, punish her, spank her, and all of that. And I did none of it. I did none of it because that's kind of when I was like, this is my daughter and I don't want to do it. This is how I want to do it. So, but yeah, I did. Um, some of the things I did respond based off of what I thought someone else's response would be or what they wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. um, Have you been in that place before, Jazz or Kia? Hmm, me not so much. I feel like, you know, I grew up in a household where my dad never laid a hand on me. Now, he will talk you to death, but he ain't never <laughs> laid a hand on me. And my mother, she ain't do too much talking. She was all about that hitting. Well, she'll deny it to this day because she's not touching them grandbabies <laughs> at all. And she has, she has just got complete amnesia as to what she did to me. But <laughs> that's all good. It's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. But for me, I mean, I, I think coming into motherhood, I was all about, you know, you know, you're going to get a spanking, spankings do you good, you know, need a spanking every here and there, blah, 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 or, you know, a good cry, make you go to sleep, take a good nap, like those kind of things that worked for me. I think I learned, not the hard way, but just with my son, he, he's a different breed. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't, he's not a bad child, he doesn't really get in trouble, but he's so smart and sneaky. And he reminds me so much of myself that sometimes it's like it's hard to punish him sometimes because I'm like I see so much of myself in him and I'm like I smile which is bad because like of mm -hmm. course I see him doing something he should not be doing and I'm just thinking to myself oh my gosh you are so much like me that it's just it's funny but then I realize all the trouble I got it's like, into you like and... what's proud mm -hmm. yeah I'm like halfway proud but like Hold on, you all you only four, bruh. Like, what you gonna be doing when you 14? Like, if you didn't uh -huh. sneaky now, what am I gonna have to put up with? My mother gonna text me the other day. Oh, I was just sitting here thinking of Anya, and oh, she's two now. I can't wait to see what she does when she's about 16 your age. I wonder if she's gonna be hiding boyfriends in her closet as well. And I'm like, really, mom? We're gonna go there. All right. Oh, Shane. She just like threw it right at me and I was like, okay, great. 
Um, <laughs> I you can just say that outright. Low blows. I was like, I'm, I'm just been trying to forget that day, like since that day happened, and I still yeah. am unsuccessful. That is. Funny. <laughs> But, Why yeah. would she say it? I'm just thinking about Anya and, you know, think about the She literally, she... like, I can imagine her just, like, sitting out on her patio with her glass of wine. I'm sure it's probably this cupcake red velvet. I'm and... not Because <laughs> she likes the <laughs> bitter. Mm-hmm. A little tart kick. Yeah. All that's oh, her. My. So I'm pretty sure she's on her balcony looking down over the sunset and thinking about that and decided to text me that. And I was like, okay, well. Oh, my goodness. I hope not, because she's way smarter than I was at two. And if oh, that's, she's that's, on that, <laughs> I don't even know how smart I was at two, but she be doing some stuff that really makes you me might have been doing that. So, did you think, um, Nakia, like when you had Brian, um, because you were like in a different state, you were still in school, you were young, that a lot of your decisions was based off of other people's opinions? Um, yes and no. <laughs> My answers are always yes and no. Yep. Sure. <laughs> always. Okay, so partially, so when Brian was first born, yes, because I was living with his father's parent. We were living with his father's parents. Mm-hmm. Um so a little backstory for those who don't know, when my son was born, I literally I live I'm from Maryland. I literally packed up my life, moved mm-hmm. to Cincinnati to be with my son's father in Cincinnati. He did not have a place for us by ourselves. So we stayed with there that none of your friends agreed with that, you know. Yes. No none of, none of, nobody agreed, okay? All right. <laughs> nobody um, agreed. Nobody <laughs> agreed. <laughs> One of her kids literally took Brian and held him hostage in a room. Like, you're not leaving with him, okay? You're not doing it. Yes. Yes, she did. (laughs) Um, But, you know, against everybody's, you know, advice, I went anyway. Um, You live and you learn. But we were staying with his parents for a few months. And because I was a new mom, I was away from my support system. My relationship mm-hmm. with my mom was strained by that decision because okay, she, yeah. she was the, like, she was the, the one who ag- disagreed with it the most, obviously. Um, and it really broke her heart that like, you know, at this time in my life where I was, you know, charting this new journey and, you know, her grandson, her first grandchild was just born. I literally packed up in the middle of the night and left the next day. Um, so, so that was, and I was staying with my mom throughout my pregnancy. Like after I finished that semester of college, I came back home. I was staying with my mom. She was the one taking me to my doctor's appointments. She was, you know, she was the one. So that, that choice right there was really, really hard for her. So it did put a strain on our relationship. So I was in a whole nother state away from my family, my support system, living in his parents' house. Um, And I felt like one, I had a lot to prove, but I didn't know anything of what I was doing. So, you know, I, a lot of, a lot of what his mom would advise I do in terms of, you know, raising little Brian or, you know, taking care of him, I would do because one, I wanted to look like I knew what I was doing and like I was Mm -hmm. a good mother to her grandchild. Mm -hmm. And two, you know, I, I, I didn't have anyone else to, at that time, um, to really look to for advice. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't until I moved back home when Brian was probably around almost two 
Um, I moved back to Maryland that I started to really, because my, my parents have never been the ones to like say you should do this with him or you should raise him this way. My, my parents have all, like if you come to us and you ask for our advice, then we'll give it, but we're not going to give it unsolicited. So it wasn't until I came back home and I, you know, my mom was like, this is your child. How do you want to raise your child? How do you see, what do you see for his life? What do you see for him? And how will you go about providing that? That's when I started to kind of come into my own and realize that I really could make my own decisions about how he was going to be reared and how he was going to be brought up. Um, and I kind of found my voice in that way. And of course, I, you know, I, I asked for advice where I wasn't really sure where, you know, I'm always asking for advice because I, I don't know it all. I'm not, you know, I still don't know it all. I'm a mom too. But um, that's when I really started to find my voice. So that's why I say in the beginning, yeah, I was, I was heavily influenced by other people and what they thought I should be doing or how they thought I should raise my child. Mm-hmm. Um but then, you know, throughout, like, as it, as time progressed, I kind of found my own voice. Um, so, but then things changed when I got married because now it's another person. We have to come together and figure out how we're going to run our household, how we're going to raise our family jointly. So that was another, like, transition, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I do have to take his <laughs> input. <laughs> 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 so, oh, yeah. Especially because you have a boy. It's different with boys and dads than it is when you're raising like a little girl with their dad. They kind of give you the leeway more with girls. The boys, they want to be very involved in uh, how certain things happen with their sons. Yes. I get it. I would say like when I first had Jaslyn, um, I was living with my parents and um, I never, they never really told me like what to do. I asked a lot of questions. I went to my mom for a lot of stuff because I was scared. That's really what it was. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't have little cousins and stuff that like I took care of and things like that. I didn't have any of that. So that was like my first experience taking care of like a baby. Um, And I actually, I went through postpartum depression very bad and I didn't realize it until after the fact, Um, but I didn't be around her. And I didn't know what it was until I got older. Like, I didn't want to be around her. Like, I would find any reason to leave her, like, with my mom or whatever the case may be. Or I would just want to go out with my friends. Or I would purposely stay out really late or stay out for the night. Um, And I didn't realize what it was until later on that that's what that was. That that's what I was going through. Mm. So, it, it was a little difficult, like, going through that and... That was that whole entire like this first year of her being born in my pregnancy. It was a very, very difficult time in my life also because I lost my grandmother. I lost my close cousin. So everything kind of like played a factor. So I really can't even say that that whole first year of her being born, I remember it all. It's it's kind of like a blur to me because mm. it's like so much traumatic stuff that I blocked out that I don't remember if I did do it the way I wanted to do it or or did it the way my mom wanted me to do it. Like I really don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. that whole entire experience, like that whole first year, literally it's like, I don't remember. I was kind of just like a zombie every single day. Like just so, being a mom. So, um, so Bree, you mentioned earlier when you had Brittany, your mom was like, you know, this is your child. You take care of your child. This is your responsibility. Like mm-hmm. she wouldn't kind of get Brittany in the middle of the night. So how do you think that, how do you think that experience impacted how you were with Brittany when she had jazz? Like, 
you know, she she said that she would go out, she would stay out late, she would just leave jazz with you. Like, do you think that your experiences as a young mother and kind of having to, you know, fend for yourself, even staying up late when you had to be at school the next day kind of impacted, you know, what leeway you gave Brittany during during her time as a new mom or um I would not say that that is what impacted me what really made me be there for Brittany in that time is that is our relationship I am there with Brittany in anything that she do I'm always supportive of her I'm always making myself available so Whenever she needed, I just did it. She needed mm-hmm. to go somewhere. The first thing, let me say this. It's a blur to Brittany, but she was an excellent mother. She did an awesome job. Thank you. She really did. Um, she did. Where to her, she thinks she stayed out as late as she could. She found a reason to, to give her to me. It really did not come off that way at all. Um, it was just, hey, mom, can you do me a favor? Because, see, Brittany was a hard worker still. She was going yeah. to school. She was doing all these different things. Yeah, so I I remember that I would hear her crying and I could see you can always tell it's something that's going on with someone. So I wasn't hard on Brit and like, what's going on with you? What I would do is just get up. If I would hear the baby crying in the room, I would just go swoop her up and allow Brittany to just sleep. And I would just help I would just help with the grandbaby wherever she needed. So mm-hmm. um I saw that she had a lot of weight on her. She had a lot of decisions she had to make and all of that. So I just, I've always been a caring and giving person. So it was just naturally in me to just help wherever needed. And I did not see it as Brittany not wanting to be with her daughter, not wanting to spend time or anything. I just saw her working hard to get it done. And so I just made myself available as much as I possibly could. And I mean, that that's basically what it was. It had nothing to do with my experience with raising her. It was just... I'm going to be there for my daughter and now my granddaughter. Mm-hmm. You know, don't go have me in here crying. Don't oh, be over here nowhere. crying. <laughs> but no, that's that's really true. Like that's true, and that's something that I um, because I mean, obviously, my my mom had me at 17, so um, not to put her business out there, but <laughs> it's public. I guess it's public information. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like that's not anything she's ashamed of. My mom is amazing. Um, and for her to have come from, you know, what she came from to be a mom and not to really have had the example of what she wanted to be as a mother for her to create, you know, that for me is, is amazing. Um, but, uh, I know that a lot of what she did was heavily impacted by her experiences growing up. Like she was like, I know that this is what I experienced and I'm not going to have her experience that. Or this is, you know, the type of relationship I had with my mother. I want different for me and my daughter. Um, so I, I'm, I'm always interested in just kind of finding out because I mean, like, we, you know, we talk about, you know, childhood trauma or whatever, but it's, it's true. And like what we experience in our, you know, our, our time of need, um, impacts you know how we respond to others in their time of need so like like you said Brittany you saw that you know sometimes she just needed to sleep (laughs) you just you just kind of came to her rescue and I think that's awesome yeah I definitely like appreciate the assistance and having somebody there for you when you do first have your child and 
different things it's it's much needed and it definitely plays a different factor like even like i said i went through postpartum depression i didn't know it a lot of women do go through it and they don't realize it or they don't have help when when they need it like when i went through it with cardi i was older of course Uh, i was engaged when i had my son um but at that point in time i realized what it was head on like from the beginning i knew what i was going through i would sit on the side of my bed and cry but i had rico there with me that understood what i was going through and was my partner in it and some women go through it some women don't i really don't know what the factors are that causes women to go through postpartum depression to where they really don't want to be a mom. I don't know what plays into that. Um, but and I think it also, it kind of rolls into where you are in your life. Because with Aria, I was married at that time when I had her. And I, and I didn't go through that. I would say the same thing. I went through I went through postpartum with Brian. And I think there were a lot of factors that contributed to it. Like not having the support system or being away from my immediate support system. Being in a completely different state surrounded by people I didn't fully feel comfortable with or that I didn't fully, you know, trust because I didn't know them well enough to trust them. Um, I was a new mom. Like there were so many different factors. Mm -hmm. I felt isolated. Like Brian, my son, Brian's dad's name is Brian. Brian was in his comfort zone. He was around his family. He would play video games with his brothers downstairs and I would be upstairs in the room by myself with little Brian Mm -hmm. depressed, like literally depressed. Um, you know, sleep deprived and all that. And I just didn't feel like I had support. But with Noble, I didn't go through postpartum. Uh Like, and I would say that the times where I felt like I didn't want to be the mom were outweigh, like it, the times that I experienced with, you know, Brian outweigh the time. I really haven't had a time with Noble. I'll tell you the first and only time I've had so far with Noble where I'm like, I wish I wasn't a mom. And that's my brother's weekend, my brother's birthday party weekend or whatever is this weekend. They're going, they got a house they rented in Deep Creek and the whole game together. Oh, you right? can't it's gonna go? be fun. I can't go. Like I can't, oh. me and my husband can't go. We can't, you know, let our hair down and have fun because we don't have anyone to keep the kids. And that's, oh. that's my life. That's parent. That's, that's, that's responsibilities. We're yeah. at a different place in our life than the whole gang. Like none of them have children. None of them yeah. have that responsibility. Yeah and go take off do what they want we don't have that luxury no. so you know that, <laughs> girl then we would have had to drive to you then drive to deep Creek. that's just too oh, much okay. <laughs> but like it's stuff like that where you're like man i really wish i could go and just yeah. have a you know trip with the crew but i can't so it's more often than none it really does way like, too often when people yeah. invite you somewhere and you be like like last weekend, Rico's cousin, who does not have kids, he's living a bachelor single life or whatever, invited us out. It was like um Sunday. He said, "Let's like he works at a bar. Come to my bar on Friday night." We like we just looking at each other like, "Oh my lord!" <laughs> so we we figure it out like you know the kids are gonna go to his mom's house. His his sister and his uh, brother in law ended up going too. So. We like okay. He was like we were like all right. What time are we gonna go? We think we gonna go like five o'clock. He's like no. We started like nine. Nine p.m. Girl, I'm like, we were looking at each other like, okay, baby, let's take a nap. Because if I take a nap, then we'd be good for the night. Like, uh, it was, and then she yeah. was like, yeah, we're going to go here at 2, a- 2 a.m., sir. We were literally thinking to leave at like 1130. So right. the whole thing, we were just like, he, my husband just kept telling him like, 
yo, you don't have the same life as us. Like, it's different. We can't be doing this, but you know what, though? We hung in there, and we got home at 3 o'clock, oh. and we was done. Girl, we was knocked out, though. <laughs> we <were laughs> done, done. Is that the night that I text you asking if you had toothpick in your eyes to stay up at the, yes. at the place? And we, we had a good time, too. Like, and we were sitting, we kept like, we did it, man. Look at us. <laughs> like, we hung out late. But, um, yeah, it it is sometimes that happens more often than none where you gotta be like, dang, man. But you know what, though? Me, I'm more of a person that, like, I'll sometimes use that as an excuse, like, oh, I can't because of my kids. And I really didn't wanna go. But I just, like, <laughs> use that that's me. me. That's me. I literally just wanna stay home. And I'll be like, I can't get a babysitter. I can't even look for one. I just don't wanna. <laughs> you know what, though? That makes me think about Nakia, you had asked me a question about that I feel like I missed out on things. Mm-hmm. I really was a person to want to go out like that. I I really like being at home, spending time with Brittany or with my siblings. So there wasn't ever an issue with me, like how you said about trying to stay up to go out and all of that stuff. I didn't That's how we were too. Way. I can say me, Jasmine, and Nakia, or we were never club right, type right. of. Oh, no. Type of, no, no, man. At all. I think that's why, like, all of us stayed close for so long and stayed friends for so long because our mindsets and how we operate right. is is the same. We're not like we ain't do hot girl summer this year. Like no, we didn't. We ain't get no hot girl summer. We hot girl summer. Oh, listen, Sam, stuff that we just don't do. Oh, okay. It just it it wasn't for us, and none of us even felt like, man, I wish I had a hot girl. Nope. No, we were good. No. Like, no. That's what we're doing this summer, working on our business, working That's on right. doing things for our family mm-hmm. and, and improving ourselves. That's what I was girl summer right there. I tell right you. There. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So the other stuff, like I can definitely say that I did I as a mom, I don't feel like I missed out on absolutely anything mm-hmm. at all. Not nothing. Well, at- what about so what about um in terms of spending time like with your husband or like for mm. instance? This past weekend, me and Boaz, we we went out. We, you know, we're supposed to be we, no, no, not together with the whole family now. Yeah. <laughs> but we were like, we were like, okay, babe, we really, really need to make an effort to have a date night, just the two of yeah. us, at least once a month. Like, we have to be like vigilant about this because we need time, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Now, those are times where I'm like, I really wish I could just go out with my husband, just me and him, oh. not have. To Coordinate child care. Who's going to wash the boys? None of that. Like I just want to. Your kids is bad, like mine. Don't talk about watch small kids. Don't talk about my grandbaby. Hey, not bad. Don't be talking about my niece and nephew. Why my niece and nephew. Like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why y'all ain't here with them. <laughs> <laughs> they too cute to be bad. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's true, Kia. I get you. Like. Like we, like I'm telling you, Rico's sister, um, who Tay, as you guys know, she was on a guest on our podcast earlier before. That's my husband's sister. Um, her and her husband, whose children are in college, they have every Tuesday is their date night. Um, oh. And when I was working at my spa, they would either come get massages at my spa, I would like booking for them, or they would. It's like half off on like the Towson Reserve movie theater out here, which they serve you dinner. The seats were crying. It's like nice, but it's half off on Tuesdays. And I literally was mm. like. Man, I wish I could do that. Like, have a designated night that I just do that. And I even started exploring looking at care.com. Like, to just find, like, I just need, like, a nanny or a babysitter that 
I can have Ooh, you. Girl, thought, they're like, gonna be calling you. Hang my gig. <laughs> Jazz, you right. They will. <laughs> they're gonna be blowing your phone up. That's what I'm gonna be like, able to have no problem. Time. Like I was looking at like these old women, they not gonna they can't like it, it makes it difficult, especially when it's like hard to trust people with your children. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. mindset of like, well, what day you want? want what today? day you want to pick, ma'am? Please, what day you want to pick? Roll that. What you just said, roll it back in your throat because you're not. <laughs> eating. I would do that. I'm a, I'm a young grandmother. I could do it. That's my point. You're a young grandmother, so you like to go out and do things. Okay, and I can take my grandchildren. I am live with everyone on the line saying to you, pick a day. Today. You <laughs> better pick that day. day. <laughs> better pick one. I'm going to pick it for All you. All she's going to do is take them to church, y'all. That's what they're going to do. That's fine. It don't matter where she's That's taking them. They need, That's what Look, Nikita, Look, they need some church. Brittany, Brittany, let them turn up for the Lord. They're going to be saved, sanctified, no. filled with the Holy Ghost. There are different places that Aria has now been banned from. And church no, is one of them. She's not banned from church. Yes, she is. is. If she Ooh. in church often, she would know how to act. No, she don't know how to act anywhere. She don't know how to act at home. Bring church so I can lay hands on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Saying, like, is there a certain t- a certain like time frame in your child's life where like they're growing up a baby phase, a toddler phase, where that was your worst phase of being a mom? Mm. I don't I, know. I, I'm still young in this, y'all. You know, I only got a you have toddlers, Okay. So. So for me, I, I have Kia. Years. We have uh, I'll, we have nine year olds in three weeks. Oh my gosh, they'll be oh, nine man. in three weeks, and then I have a toddler who's three, and then a, a push into a toddler who's one. I would have to say, honestly, <laughs> that like eight to ten month phase get on my nerves because <laughs> that's when Aria was like. In everything, she was stretching my collar out on my shirt. Like I thought I was looking good, and I was all like pulled out and, and like loose. Like she was wanted to hang on you, and then you know all that kind of stuff. That like I can't. I, no, it's something in it. I can't wait until like that phase is over. Like I, I like the stage my son is in. That three, almost four stage. I can have a conversation with him. Like. His words and his dialect, like how he talks, amazes me. And I can sit yeah. and have a whole entire yeah. conversation. That age he's in, it's my favorite. I love it. Like, that doesn't have nothing to do with his age. That doesn't have to do with his age. That's Jasmine, all about you. Jasmine, this is the grandmother talking. It's not my favorite. I'm going to tell you why. What? Because he wants to climb on me and came down with his elbow in my back. He wants, oh, to, he wrestle. Wrestle. He wants to wrestle me. So it ain't my favorite time. I but like he, to see but he can talk to you like Jasmine. Okay, he does talk exactly with with Alan. Isn't he in that phase where you can have a conversation with him? Oh yeah, that Negro. You have a full camera. I did not say it. Okay, gosh darn it. <laughs> Nakia might not like it, but I like the age Noble was at because but girl, I like baby come baby. Get him, baby baby baby. Come, get him. come get him then. I no, want him from baby newborn. Baby. Like he no, like, he not baby baby no more. He not he baby baby up. no more. He was just smiling, excited. Like I was like, no. oh, that that phase I miss. Arya, no, no, she can go somewhere because no, 
She, Noah is almost seven months, and tonight I was cooking dinner, and he kept crawling in the kitchen, getting a hold of a pan, and putting the handle of a pan in his mouth. I would take him all the way out of the kitchen into another room. Did he come back? I was in <laughs> with toys, with toys, okay? He would come all the way back in the kitchen every single time for that pot. Ain't nobody got time for that. She eats coins now. She eats keys. Oh, no. Pennies. And then when I mm. try to get, she runs. I'd be like, what is that? She takes off. Well, the, Jack. Um, the best the best phase is when they're grown and married with their own kids. Well, thanks. Mm. Good to know. I like the baby phase. I'm I like the, like a... the new baby phase. Oh, my goodness. When That's I first had Aria, phase. Jasmine came over. And when she saw Aria, she just was like, mm. so, like, give her to me right now. But when Jasmine oh, came over, phase. She had the kids with her. So Anya automatically was like, oh, no, you're not mm -hmm. about to be sitting over there with this baby. I have pictures of her take. She had Arya like Jasmine was like, OK, let me do it. She was like, no, she would not <laughs> let her go. She was infatuated like no, this is my baby at this point in time. She was holding her for dear life. Oh Alan ain't want nothing to do with the baby. And then she, she wanted to hold it too. Footballs and everything else in here. Oh, my God. I, I love baby, baby. I wish I could go back. I think the two, three, four-year-old phase is probably my favorite because that I, newborn I hate phase potty training. I they, hate potty training. I'm wait, sorry. That newborn phase where they were you not sleeping through the night. Let, let me tell you. Oh my sleep. goodness! Ooh, I, I love my sleeps now. Mm. And that's that crazy. Jasmine slept mm -hmm. as a baby. I didn't go through. So I felt like after I had Jasmine, I, she was the easiest, smoothest baby. Like she slept, she barely cried, she potty trained. I was like, oh, I got this. I birthed good kids. <laughs> Man, Cardi came, wrecked my life, wrecked my life. <laughs> I never knew that you want, would want to sleep so much in your life ever, <laughs> ever in my life. Like, I literally would just look at him sometimes and say, why? Why? <laughs> why? Explain to me why do you want to, like, why? Wait till he could get rice in his cereal, like, like in his <laughs> I was like, give it all to me. I was looking, Googling everything. When, what's the earliest age? Can you put a little bit, like a teaspoon? <laughs> give him a little weight on his stomach? Like, dang. Oh, God. <laughs> This eight-year-old phase, ah, it's a, I feel like, and I think it's generational, like, like this, the millennial stage that, like, parenting, I feel like it's just grown too fast. There's no Barbie. Oh, it's, it's, it's totally different. I feel like I have a preteen and she's eight. Yeah. And yeah. I'm 34. I'm not. One of my friends told me that her daughter's 10 and she was like, she got her period. I was like, goop. Like, oh, no, no, what? no, no, no. Wow. See, it's, so it's she's, these she type had, of things I'm not ready for. Like, she told me that she she's had it for a couple months now. So last month she was like, "Hey, did you did you get your your cycle this month?" And she's like, "Yeah, I got it." And she's like, "Well, you gotta tell me." She's like, "You ain't tell me when you got yours." I was like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, you did you tell her when you got yours?" She's like, "I had to tell her. It don't matter when I got mine. I need to know when she got hers." My I was like, gosh. "How are you answering that at 10? Like, oh my God. I'm not right. what grade are they in at 10? Heck, if I know, I ain't got what a like, like Fifth grade? Fifth, Fifth, because we're, we're about she's to have nine year olds. She's, she's in middle school. Because right, I started mine in sixth grade. 
No, ma'am. I was 12. Was I started mine in sixth grade, too. I started mine in fifth grade. I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. <clears throat> well, how old are you when you 12? What grade were you when you 12? Seventh grade? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I was 12. I don't know how old you I was. You probably was 12. That's what the doctor told me, like, around 12. So this phase, that the, the eight-year-old pushing to a two-digit number phase, it's, it's pros and cons with that. Like, I like it because I can really talk to her and see what's going on in her life and what she likes. She can pick her own stuff. She can make lunch. She's an um, amazing help and all that. But it's just the, I'm, I'm not prepared for a teenager. I'm not. Right. That's when my I don't want to be a mom radar is going to go off when uh, like Brian told me about his first crush, this girl named Madison, and I had to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I said, Jay, how was your first day at school? She was like, it was whack and I hate boys. I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> glad to know. It was whack and I hate boys. That's what I'm yes, talking about. I wasn't here. expecting to hear that at all. At all. Well, at least she said she hated him and now she loved him, you know. All right. She could have came home and said she got a boyfriend. Then what would you say? Oh, no. We try, We breaking them generational I don't know if I could have. I don't know if I could have took that. But you know what, though, for real, honestly, if it was a certain little boy, I would have been okay with it because I like this one little boy. <laughs> it's always that one. That they don't like. You have a little girl, a little boy. It's one of them in the class. And you're like, oh. He's cute. I can see, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had, it's a little boy that no. it's really like her cousin, but he's not her cousin, but they like grew up together. <laughs> I'm not playing. They grew up together. He's so sweet. He's so smart. He's cute. He's in like he I love his parents. She's like amazing. And he's so smart. I love him. And I always tell Rico, I was like, I feel like one day Jasper should marry him. He was like, stop. What? Like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, I'm saying, like, he's going to be around because it's like family. So, like, why not? Well, we're going to see what happened in a few years. We'll Cardi's come a back different, to Cardi a different story. Exactly. We're going to see what happened. He thought, grew up being a thug. I'm not playing with him. Oh, when oh, he came home one day and told me that he wanted to go over to Sonny's house, I was like, oh, I'm going to go see Sonny. Who's Sonny? Uh-oh. We going to the school. <laughs> I'm not talking about Sonny. The little boy you talking about Jasmine to marry. He's not going to be a thug. Don't marry my granddaughter. <laughs> Let me tell no you possible way. I'm you a secret. You'll researcher. never know. You'll never know. The person I had a crush on in sixth grade, I was in love with this boy. He in jail? No, but I saw him a couple years back when I was at the mall with my mom. What was you thinking, right? What? He was like a junkie. He was like, hey, you named Nakia, right? I was like, I don't know you. We don't know each other. Heads <laughs> <laughs> have not crossed. That was the day that you knew I ain't going to be no baby mama to him, Carmen. Nope. Uh-uh. Oh, my goodness. I used to write about him in my diary, y'all. Oh, and oh, oh, and he told me that he, deli- he, he saved me from that one. Oh, oh man! The worst one—the worst ones—is the ones you have the crush on when you're younger and you get older. I'm telling yeah. you, yeah. the worst. Yeah, I can say like one of my first boyfriends. Yeah, he got a couple necks now. It's <laughs> <laughs> not all a, a couple of them. A couple, a couple necks. Oh my gosh. god! I literally be looking at boys now that I dated before, like. Well, I have had a kid with that person. Like, oh, mm. no, I would not. Mm. Mm. No, mm. no. 
I wonder if I like people think at about that when they sleep with people, too. if they think about what it would be like, like no. you should have had a kid with that person. No, they if don't. If you had a kid, you could have got something. Oh, exactly. Uh-oh. They don't think about that. Ain't nobody thinking about that at all. I'm just saying. When it, yikes. Mm-mm-mm. We so off topic, but it's funny because <laughs> this 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 is this is real life like mom stuff. Like you see, like you go to the back to school night, you see the little girl in the book in, in your child's class, and you're like, oh, she's a cutie. She's so polite and well mannered. <laughs> right? Let me tell you something. If Brian came home and said he had a crush on her, I'm like, mm-hmm. don't do that to, to him. him. Education. <laughs> a really good husband one day. That's one of my main goals is to make sure that my children make good spouses. And just good, and just good absolute can nobody tell me that I'm not a great wife. I guess what he can tell me I ain't a great wife and I am. Okay. I'm just <laughs> saying I take pride in knowing that. Like I that grew your up. Your mother did a great job raising you. Yes. You know why she did a great job raising you, Brittany? Because she never once didn't want to be your mama. Yeah, <laughs> not even once. Thank you. Well, power to you because there's times where I didn't want to be somebody's mother. I take. <laughs> well, I sat there and thought, like, you the one that made it through. Out of all of them, oh <laughs> if there was another one, would it have been different? I'm done with you. Like you pushed your way through. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Think about that. Look, I'm okay. glad you pushed your way through. Well, thanks. I was a hard worker back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness! You can't do nothing but love her. So basically what we're trying to say is there are times where you may not want to be a mom and it may be difficult. You might be going through something difficult, especially with postpartum depression. And we are 100% here to help you through because all of us have been through it as teenagers having children, as young adults having children, whatever it is. And don't feel bad. You're not by yourself Mm -hmm. and it's okay. You have a day where you feel like today I don't want to be a mom. You're still a good mom. It's okay. We, yes. We've been through it so many times every day. Some days, like tonight, for instance, my mom tried to convince me to get Chick-fil-A for dinner. She was like, you got to record. Go just pick up Chick-fil-A for the kids. And I said, nope, I'm going to go home and cook. Guess what, though? I really ain't feel like it because I had been doing stuff all day, but I did it mm-hmm. because I'd rather my children eat better and we've had this plan where we're having two nights a week where we're eating no meat and then we have one night meat night and they like it and it's fun so i had to what y'all do on the no meat night so on the no meat night i made a spinach and ricotta cheese stuffed um jumbo shells in a marinara sauce and a caesar salad and it was amazing cardi that was the first night this week he cleared his whole plate his whole place. Really? And, Send me and that he recipe. Was like, I'm not done yet. I'm not. And I was, I was so excited. I was like, they're really liking this no meat thing because we're really trying to transition to no meat and just being healthier. And because vegan, like you know, it's it's not as bad as everyone thinks. So it's a slow transition. We're trying to get the kids used to it. And that was our first test, and it went really well. Um, and then we did a salmon night, so it was no red meat, no pork, no chicken, no nothing like that, and it went really well. So it's Good. been process, and I I pushed myself to make sure I still cook for them as much as I just didn't feel like it, but I did. 
And I, I could see she didn't feel like it. So I said, let's just go grab Chick-fil-A. And she gave me that mother look. She looked at me like she was my mother and said, I said no. <laughs> she had her lip. I said no. I, I said, said I okay. have time because I made a fifth. I've been looking on Pinterest at 15 minute good dinners. So I've been like saving those and doing these like 15 minute good dinners. And it's been working. And it's good. That's it was good. good. So, you know, and, and that's just and that's just it. Like, no, there are, we're human. And there there are times I don't feel like being a mom. There are times I don't feel like being a wife. There are times I don't feel like being Nakia and all the responsibilities that Nakia has taken upon herself. That is life. Mm-hmm. But it's is when you don't feel like doing that stuff and you like, I'm gonna do it anyway. I take pride in it, honestly. When I like know that I packed the kids' lunch tonight and their clothes is laid out, I feel good. I'd be like, "Yes, yeah. I did it." But and that, I'm, I'm proud. Yes, and you do feel that way. Like you might not want to do it initially. You're like, "Gosh, man, I really just wish I could just have a moment to myself." You mm-hmm. push yourself to do it anyway. I gotta make sure I pack the kids' lunch, or I gotta make sure I make pack hubby's lunch, or whatever. And you do it at the end. You're like, "Man, I'm a good mom. Shoot, I'm a good wife." Yeah, okay. And if job. you can get a movie in with your husband too. High five to you. Congratulations. You killed You killed it. You killed it. So here we are at the end of the night and we are out of time. I'm almost out of wine. I'm not. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) We know you drink all your wine. Girl, but this is the first the time I haven't drank the whole bottle. Mm. I enjoyed mine. I'm a little hot over here, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hot. Mine. Sweating. I would definitely drink it again. But for sure, for sure, our amazing, wonderful listeners, until next time. Wife up, boss up, mom down. <laughs> <laughs>